everybody welcome back into mining stock daily we have some a corporate update to share with you happy to be once again welcome in the ceo of new core gold that's mr luke alexander new core trades on the tsx venture with ncau and also on the otc qx with ncauf luke pleasure to have you back in here on mining stock daily how we find you this week yeah doing really well trevor thanks for having me on uh, we got to just get a follow-up here on recent uh, drill results. Uh, consistent, Luke, uh, with your drill results. Keep coming in. I believe you're putting out a news release close to once a week or once every two weeks, it seems like. Uh, you continue to put find more ounces in the ground, expand the resource and preparation uh, for those technical studies, which I believe are ready to will be released sometime in q2 i think the second half of q2 uh but before we kind of get into the timeline here let's talk about this recent round of drilling uh continue to find good widths good grades uh and good mineralization of depth below that oxide surface don't you yeah absolutely um uh we were very happy with the results that we put out last week on niam uh just to remind your listeners niam is the smallest of our three uh, current deposit. It sits at about 155,000 ounces uh, of our total 1.22 million ounce inferred resource. One of the things we've often talked about on this show is that you know 95% of the current 1.2 million ounce resource sits, in, sits within the oxide and transitional zone. Why that's important is because it lends itself to a heap leach operation, which is a much lower uh, capex way of producing gold. And obviously, you tend to end up with better economics on that type of an operation. But what we've also been talking about is how we're excited about the potential at depth. And where, when you look at these greenstone-hosted deposits along the Bibiani Shear, where you typically start to see them increase in grade is once you get into that sulfide uh, zone below the oxides. And we were extremely happy with the results that we had at NIAM in this past release that we put out. Um, we had uh, down at uh, 175 to 200 meters. We had uh, over five gram material, 5.4 grams uh, over nine meters and 5.8 grams over seven meters. Those are the deepest holes that we've ever drilled at NIAM. And uh, it kind of, it speaks to what we've been expecting and, and talking about, which is higher grades at depth. So they were really happy with those results. And if you look at all of the results that we released, um, we hit on all 24 drill holes. So very, very pleased with that. And we also had some very good intercepts to the north and the south of the NIAM deposit, which obviously speaks to us continuing to uh, be able to step out and chase those veins uh, along strike, as well as obviously the uh, continue to chase them at depth on the back of these uh, high grade hits that we had. Uh, and so all these 24 holes, you just mentioned it, all of them hit mineralization. Uh, that's a good average there for you, Luke. I think any anybody uh, boots on the ground or even an executive in the office would obviously be ecstatic about that. Well, this is all along the same sheer structure, correct? Correct. Uh, so talk us to about some of like, you know, the extending this mineralization. Everything is like basically extended outside of the current resource. Yeah, absolutely. So all, all of the drilling that we're doing and all of our 58,000 meter campaign is focused on step out drilling. So looking to add uh, inferred ounces or looking to uh, make new discoveries at some uh, additional targets, which we've, uh, we've talked about on this show previously. And you'll see lots of information uh, within our presentation on our website. 
But yes, all of the drilling that uh, we released in this um, uh, in this uh, in this press release was step out drilling. So we stepped out to the north uh, as well as stepped out to the south. Had some very good oxide um, uh, hits uh, within uh, within that step out drilling, and then the deeper drilling that we were stepping out below the existing um, resource area. If we look at the total strike <clears throat> length of this um, uh, anomaly or target, it's about four kilometers long. To date, we've now proved up mineralization along only 1.8 kilometers of it. So needless to say, we will continue to step out to the north and the south and look to prove out uh, additional mineralization, as well as do some follow-up drilling below some of these higher grade results that we put out within this press release. So some of the deeper drilling that you tested uh, below that resource, was that, you know, would you consider doing that uh, outside of the resource areas? Does that make sense? Am I framing that question correct? In terms of, yeah, you, you are. I mean, outside of the resource areas, I mean, uh, if we look at Kwachikrum, for example, um, which is another one of our, our, our target areas, it, it does not fall within our current resource at the moment, which are Boeing, Siyum, and Niam. But at Kwachikrum, we've had very good success through the uh, drilling that we've done there. I've talked about it before. We've proved up a 650-meter mineralized zone sitting on top of a two-kilometer anomaly. So as we drill deeper there and continue to have success, we will continue to uh, drill drill below those successful holes and continue to ch chase the veins at depth. So yes, outside of our current deposit and resource areas, we will drill deeper. But you know, one of the things with uh, with the deeper drilling is as you get a better geological understanding of these structures. Uh, you'll 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 have more confidence in the deep drilling that you're doing. So a big part of the reason why the deeper drilling that we're doing is focused on Boeing, Siyum, and Niam is because you know that's where the most holes we've uh, we've drilled are to date. Uh, and as a result, we've got um, you know a much better geological understanding of the structures and where the higher grade mineralization potentially sits. So. If we, you know, turn it back to the press release that we put out today, and if if your listeners want to have a look at our uh, our cross sections that we put out within our press release, you can see, for example, hole 45 and hole 47 are the two holes where we encountered 5.4 grams uh, over nine meters in hole 45 and seven grams, uh, or sorry, 5.78 grams over seven meters in hole 47. You know, those are down around 175 to 200 meters below surface. So logically, what we're going to do next is once we've um, completed some of the diamond drilling at Siyum with one of our three diamond rigs, we will send it to Niam and we will drill below hole 45 and hole 47. So those will be step out holes, but obviously we'll be chasing that mineralization, um, that higher grade mineralization to depth and looking to uh, you know prove out uh, additional high grade. So that kind of you know is the reason why we focus on our on our current resource and deposit areas. It's where we've got the most geological understanding, and uh, and as a result, um, you know the best uh, probability of uh, of of having um, uh, additional um, you know positive drill results. Uh, with an updated in a mineral resource estimate, along with uh, the PEA kind of awaiting here. Um, 
are those deeper sulfide zones of priority or are those kind of be looked at as kind of a, a boost, kind of a blue sky boost for the PEA because the oxide mineralization on top of that's really the priority? Yeah, so for our PEA, the priority remains the oxide and transitional material, which both lend itself to the heap leach operating um, situation, and and that's what's being contemplated for the um, for the PEA that we're working on, that we're looking to get uh, out at the end of Q2 is a heap leach operation. The importance of the sulfides is, you know, with these types of grades at 5.4 and 5.8 grams per ton. That start, you know, that that's underground mineable ore. And again, if we compare that to Chirano, for example, you know, you and you look at, at at the mining that's happening there. They're currently mining down at 750 meters, and they've explored all the way down to 1.2, 1.3 kilometers. So it starts to, um, you know, show the potential opportunity for underground mining. Uh, as well as you know, a lot of the deeper holes that were uh, that were drilling into the sulfides at the moment would still be captured within a pit, which um, which then again would um, speak down the road to a potential uh, milling CIL type uh, operation. But you know, the way we're approaching our our drilling, and and I've talked about it on this show, is it's a multi pronged approach. So. You know, the, the, the results that we had in this press release at the northern end and the southern end of, uh, of NIAM, those were some very good oxide results, and those will add to our overall oxide and transitional resource. But at the same time, we want to be continuing to deepen the pits, get into those sulfides, show that, um, you know, there is that uh, type of material, and, uh, and over time, continue to grow that overall uh, overall resource. Uh, you're about, well, more than halfway through this, uh, drill program here, uh, just about, well, from the time this release was announced, you had just about 35,000 meters completed 216 holes of the 58,000 meters planned. Um, you know, just looking at this and, and really having a good sense of the results here, Luke, uh, and she currently has, 52.9 million tons grading 7.72 grams per ton gold it's contained 1.2 million ounces in the current resource the way it stands now uh watching these results come in and watching the expansion where you are f- continue to f- expand the uh mineralization outside of that current resource I know it's a little bit speculative to ask, but I mean, it almost seems like not only is there obviously more ounces, but maybe uh, that grade it continues to improve with this drill with these drill results. Is that fair to say? Yeah, and that's something that we've again been talking about and um, and expecting is that as we start to get through the oxide uh, resource into the sulfides. Uh, we would expect that the grade is going to start to increase and and the types of results that we put out um, within this press release, um, you know, speak to that uh, that higher grade potential. So, yes, we are we are excited by that. One thing I just comment on in terms of the drilling that we've done, we have completed thirty five thousand meters, uh, but a lot of those meters currently are at the assay lab. So to date, we've only released about 40% of all the drilling that we've done. So we've got about another 60% uh, of the drill campaign to um, uh, to come out. 
So lots of uh, lots of news flow. I mean, if you look at the 40%, that's uh, been across about nine nine press releases. Uh, so we'll be very active from that perspective over the next number of months. And, um, you know, we'll start to get our first uh, diamond result in the next couple of months as well, because those rigs only started turning uh, at the end, uh, right at the end of last year. So some of that's been sent off to the assay lab. Uh, so we're excited about starting to get some of those uh, results out to the market in the next couple of months as well. Yeah, duly noted. So what's how, how many RC drill rigs do you have on the property on top of the three diamond rigs? So at the moment, we have two RC rigs and three diamond rigs. Okay. So the RC rigs are really focused on that step-out drilling, add resource at our existing areas, uh, drill a lot of the shallower holes at areas like Kwachikroom where we're starting to build up a good uh, geological understanding of, um, uh, of, of that uh, mineralized area. Uh, and again, we're hoping to get Kwachikroom into the uh, resource category over time, given all the successful drilling that we've had there, as well as areas like Kojina Hill and Arati, which I've talked about on, uh, on previous shows. Uh, those will require more drilling, but um, yeah, that's kind of the, the plan from that perspective. What are the company costs per meter for drilling those diamond drilling rigs? So diamond is about $200 per meter all in. I mean, that includes, um, you know, uh, road preparation, assays, uh, pads, everything. Uh, and then for RC, it's about $125 per meter. Okay. Reasonable compared to what a lot of other people pay, you know, North America. Yeah. And again, I think it speaks to um, operating in Ghana. Uh, I mean, you've got, uh, you know, it's Africa's largest gold uh, producer, 5 million ounces per year. With that, you've got a very robust mining services industry and uh, and a lot of the you know West African companies are headquartered out of uh, Ghana supplying all of West Africa. So we uh, were able to get very competitive rates as a result of uh, having all of that uh, ex expertise in country. Uh, you know, that's a, that's a good leeway to my next question. I know uh, I want, just wanted to get your comments. I know you uh, really, there was kind of a quick turn made uh resolute mining uh had uh, a project terminated by the government uh, there was a little bit of you know not quite sure exactly what the deal was uh, you can maybe speculate on that uh but it really was a surprise because really ghana is probably one of the best places if not the best place in all of africa to operate as a miner and explorer uh and this happened you know not too long ago Nucor was actually approved for their licenses so i just wonder if i could get your comments here on kind of you know was that a surprise for you and 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 really doesn't change things on how positive it is to operate in that country yeah for us it doesn't change anything i mean you know ghana's got a long history of um you know of being a tier one country to operate in it's got you know uk rule of law no history of appropriation of assets um, so, you know, our view is that that's going to be very mine and asset specific. I mean, all of our licenses were renewed in the, uh, in the last year, um, with no, uh, no issues. I mean, if you look at government support in country, it's very important for the tax base, for the economy. You've got three of the largest, uh, gold producing companies on the planet operating in Ghana. I mean, for example, 18% of Newmont's total global production comes from Ghana, 37% of Goldfield's total production. 
and uh, and we've got a recent um, you know transaction in country where Shandong uh, just closed on the acquisition of uh, Cardinal, which was a uh, over half billion dollar transaction. So you know our view, without speculating uh, too much, is that it is you know the Bibiani issue is is going to be very mine specific. Um, and uh, I'm sure uh, over time uh, we'll come up with the rationale for why uh, the the government um, terminated those licenses. Uh, Luke, let's talk about uh, the next week or weeks ahead. Uh, obviously, more drilling results should be coming out and hitting the tape, uh, providing that to the market. Um, more more of this, more of this. What do you need to do, uh, you know, kind of behind the curtain here to really get ready for that PEA to be published in the next couple of months? So we're, you know, actively working with our independent engineer on the PEA. Uh, so that's, um, you know, that's keeping us, uh, keeping us very busy. And, um, you know, we'll look to get that out at the end of, uh, end of Q2. Uh, and then it's, uh, it's drill, drill, drill. So the focus remains on, uh, on drilling. Uh, lots of assays currently in the lab. So we will continue to look to get press releases out every three or four weeks. Uh, with batches of uh, of drill results and uh, and continue to focus on that multi-pronged exploration approach, uh, which is you know adding ounces at our existing resource areas, look to bring some new resource areas into our overall um, uh, resource, as well as look to make some first uh, for some 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 discoveries for the first time ever at some of these new areas that we've talked about on uh, on your show previously. Uh, I am a shareholder of Nucor, and uh, I've been very, uh, extremely pleased with the results uh, I've been seeing. Uh, you know, obviously, shamelessly a little bit editorializing here on the podcast, but it has been nice to see uh, continued mineralization outside of these, outside of the current resource. I think it's a kudos to you and your team there on the ground, and I am very excited to see not only more results, but updates from that those technical reports here in a couple of weeks luke so thank you so much yeah thanks a lot trevor always uh, appreciate the support and uh, for anyone listening we're always keen to engage with shareholders and prospective shareholders so uh we're very active on social media so look us up uh there as well as uh, feel free to reach out directly if anyone wants to uh you know ask any questions uh, that's Luke Alexander. He is the CEO of Nucor Gold. They trade on the TSX Venture with NCAU and also on the OTCQX with NCAUF. Uh, also, feel free to drop me an email if you have follow-up questions for Luke and his team. You can always reach me, Trevor, at clearcreekdigital.com, and I'll be sure to pass that information along to Nucor. All right, everybody. That's it for this episode. Take care. Thanks, Luke. Thanks, Trevor. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decision.